step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Cheers, mate. What do you want to do tonight? Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. The Pinky and the Brain. Yes, Pinky and the Brain. One is a genius, the other's insane. The laboratory mice, the teams have been sliced. The dinky, the pinky, and the brain, 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 brain. What are we doing this week, guys? Andrea, what are we talking about this week? Trump Russia! <laughs> I'm just yes. I'm trying to figure out who's the brain in this whole operation. Uh, Russia is the brains, and we are the freaking morons. Goddamn. Well, yeah. with that note, welcome to the POC podcast, the politics podcast from a POC perspective. I'm your host, Andrea, and I'm joined by my amazing co-host. Hit it, guys. Maite. And Carla. How are you guys? Exhausted. Yeah. Oh, man. Did anybody get the tonight's alert? No. What's the, the North Korea alert that they sent us? Yeah, uh, apparently there, uh, there is a, a ballistic missile that can reach the U.S., they claim. But we'll, we'll, we'll definitely get there. Wait, <laughs> it's not reaching the U.S., it's just reaching Hawaii or Seattle. So, you know, like not real America, not oh, salt right, right, right. people. <laughs> Yeah. So, Carla, is Miami not looking that bad to you anymore? Miami's going to sing with global warming either way, so whatevs. You'll be (laughs) gone by that time. Oh, my God, you guys. So, this week was a shit show. And I'm even angrier this week than I was last week. But I still managed to get my shit together. And I kind of put a little bit of show notes together for us because... There was some stuff I just wanted to make sure we didn't miss. To start off the week, we find out per CNN that... President Obama himself told the idiot that's at the White House, listen, you probably shouldn't hire Michael Flynn. Here's why. When they met at the Oval on November 10th. Not only did Obama warn him, but we also found out during the Yates and Clapper testimony to the Senate that Sally J. Yates warned the Trump administration three motherfucking times. The Yates uh, and Clapper hearing was a little slow, but there was some good stuff. So I just kind of want to play a little highlights. So this is the first part where she warns the White House that Flynn could be blackmailed not once, not twice, but three freaking times. What did you tell the White House about Mr. Flynn? <laughs> I kind of love Lindsey Graham. I had two in-person meetings and one phone call with the White House counsel about Mr. Flynn. Um, the first meeting occurred on January 26. I called Don McGahn first thing that morning and told him that I had a very sensitive matter that I needed to discuss with him, that I couldn't talk about it on the phone, and that I needed to come see him. And he agreed to meet with me later that afternoon. Um, I took a senior member of the National Security Division um, who was overseeing this matter with me to meet with Mr. McGahn. We met in his office at the White House, which is a skiff, so we could 
discuss classified information in his office. At least it was a skiff. Um, See? That's we began our meeting telling him that there had been press accounts um, of statements from the vice president and others that related conduct that Mr. Flynn had been involved in that we knew not to be the truth. They were lying. As, as I tell you. They were lying. So she outlined the three times. I called, I went over there, and then I went back again, and then I called. But they still don't listen. So then McGann is a moron. I don't know how this guy passed the bar. And he's like, well, why, do you, why does it matter to the DOJ if one White House person lies to another White House person? Why is it a big deal? So Yates is every woman that has had to explain something to a moronic guy that is obvious to everybody else. With the patience of a saint, let's, let's watch her explain why it's a big fucking deal, even though it should be obvious. The scenario that you were concerned about was that you were seeing all these statements coming <clears throat> from the White House that were inconsistent with what you knew. You presumed that the White House was being truthful, which meant that Flynn was misleading them. Right. which meant that he was vulnerable to manipulation by the Russians who, knowing what had actually taken place, could call up the national security advisor to the president and say, you got to do this for us or we're going to out you with all your folks and your career is done. That's right, because one of the questions that Mr. McGahn asked me when I went back over the second day was essentially, why does it matter to DOJ if one White House official lies to another White House official? And so we explained to him it was a whole lot more than that and went back over the same concerns that we had raised with them the prior day, that the concern first about the underlying conduct itself, that he had lied to the vice president and others, the American public had been misled, and then importantly, that every time this lie was repeated and the misrepresentations were getting more and more specific as, as they were coming out, every time that happened, it increased the compromise. And now, to state the obvious, you don't want your national security advisor compromised with the Russians. So, obvious. So, like, duh. And then I like the fact that she's like, what I had already explained to him the day before, I went back there and I explained to his stupid ass again. Like, the word pendejo is too small for these idiots. How is this man the White House <laughs> attorney? Can somebody explain? I mean, they must have, he must have gotten uh, his law degree from the same Cracker Jack box Ted Cruz got his. Trump University? Uh, Probably. Are they still stupid? Hello, did you not meet the president yet? I know. <laughs> well, funny that you mentioned Ted Cruz, Carla, because he's, he's next on our highlights reel. This motherfucker, Rafael Cruz, decided it would be a brilliant idea to mansplain what the law is oh. to Miss Yates. <laughs> And she very kindly was like, fuck you and your point, and here you go, you're wrong. So let's hear her do that, because I delighted in her zapping him like a bug zapper, like, yeah, yeah. I think every woman in this country did. Ain't nobody got time for no man's planning, but here goes. By this express text of the statute, it says, quote, whenever the president finds that the entry of any alien or of any class of aliens into the United States would be detrimental to the interest of the United States. He may, by proclamation, and for such period as he shall deem necessary, suspend the entry of all aliens or any class of aliens as immigrants or non-immigrants, or impose on the entry of aliens any restrictions he may deem appropriate. Would you agree that that is broad statutory authorization? I would, and I am familiar with that, and I'm also familiar with an additional provision of the INA that says 
No person shall receive preference or be discriminated against in issuance of a visa because of race, nationality, or place of birth. That, I believe, was promulgated after the statute that you just quoted. And that's been part of the discussion with the courts with respect to the INA, is whether this more specific statute trumps the first one that you just described. The, the, but my concern was not an INA concern here. It rather was a constitutional concern, whether or not this, um, the executive order here violated the Constitution, specifically with the Establishment Clause and equal protection and due process. In other words, your point is wrong, and we're not even talking about what you're talking about, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> I just find it so funny every time they say aliens. I think of UFO. I know. I hate that term. And that's, like, this motherfucker. He's an I, alien? Yes, from Canada, motherfucker piece of crap poo. Oh, you guys. But Republicans were not done being morons, okay? Because we're not They're done. They're never done. And it wasn't just Yates with the mansplaining and the sexism and all that bullshit. Because, you know, the little lady told me so, so I'm going to just ignore her. Fucking former DNI chair was also getting some shit. This is John Kennedy, not from the good Kennedy family, being a moron. If they chose the, uh, a candidate, they, they, for whatever reason they had an aversion to, they would do that. Okay. Um... General Clapper, have you ever leaked information, classified or unclassified, to a member of the press? Uh, not wittingly or knowingly, as I said in my statement. Classified or unclassified? Well, uh, unclassified is not, uh, is not leaking. <laughs> Uncla unclassified, uh, I, that's, that's somewhat well, of a non-sequitur. That wasn't us laughing, guys. That was the entire body <laughs> of the motherfucking Senate laughing at this moron. Who thought he was making a smart point? Oh my god. Maybe they drink. That has to be. They must have had some vodka in that water bottle. Guys, and this is the sitting United States Senator that asked this question. And what made me furious about this hearing, bear with me, I know that I'm a geek. I literally went back when I got home and I listened to the whole stupid thing because I was at work when I was listening on the radio. I literally started to put a little tab because I was like, Am I being paranoid or am I like hearing two different complete Senate hearings? One for the Democrats and one for the Republicans. And I started to tabulate. And this is my numbers. According, like my tale to hearings bared through the numbers. This is the number of questions that were asked about Russia, Michael Flynn, or White House conduct. The Democrats asked 142 questions about Russia, Flynn, White House conduct, which was supposed to be the whole purpose of this damn hearing. Republicans, 40. Okay, about leaks and unmasking, Republicans asked 65 questions. The Democrats asked zero. Muslim, about the Muslim ban, the Republicans asked 26 questions. The Democrats asked six, basically only to kind of clarify things and to clear up the, the muddied waters that the Republicans had already did, but they had really no interest in any of that. And then once we were, the one we just heard from Ted Cruz, like, really Ted Cruz, you're gonna defend Trump after all he did to your family? about his executive order and the Muslim ban? Get the fuck out of here. Basically, I wasn't a crazy person. The numbers of the questions like prove my point. This was supposed to be about Russia and the Republicans could not be bothered to ask a goddamn Russia question. <sighs> I mean, it's, in, it's not in their interest to keep this Russia question alive. It just, I get it. But all are, tainted. I get it, but are you stupid? Like, do you really think it's gonna go away? 
as much do as you, you really want. think do you really think the people that voted for them care they don't none of them do i don't know but let's get to tuesday because tuesday was a motherfucking juicy day so we started <laughs> the morning and we found out that fbi director mr comey was wrong when he he told uh he told the senate that Uma Habitin has forwarded hundreds and thousands of emails. The number was much smaller, and it was probably an automated service of the cloud that had caused the forwarding. Later on, we found out that prosecutors issued grand jury subpoenas to associates of former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn hours before some other bombshell news, which we're going to get to in a minute. Federal prosecutors issued grand jury subpoenas to associates of former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn seeking business records as part of the ongoing Russia probe meddling uh, in last year's election, and according to people familiar with the matter, uh, learned the subpoenas, learned about the subpoenas. Then, shit blew up. I was walking home, I checked my Twitter. What do I see? I see an alert that James Comey is fired. You guys, I am not a fucking Jim Comey fan. This motherfucker costs the election, Hillary is right when she says that she would be in the White House had it not been for his motherfucking stupid October 27th letter to fucking Congress that was leaked by Chaffetz. I'm not a fan. But I also don't think... It's not... It, they're not mutually exclusive that I think that the man that is leading the Treasure Rump investigation should maybe stay in his position and not be kicked out for no reason. They're looking at us yeah, like we're I mean, stupid. Like, oh, the reason is because of the way he handled the, the Hillary Clinton investigation. That was just awful. And then I did this on the recommendation of my attorney general and my acting, uh, my acting uh, attorney general. Hold up a minute. Time out. Because Sessions was supposed to be recused from all Trump Russia and Hillary Clinton emails. So both of the bullshit excuses and the real reason why they're doing this, Comey firing, means that Sessions should have not touched any of it. So what do you guys think about the Comey firing? Let me know. What, what are your thoughts? Um, someone pissed off Trump and he got mad and said, you're fired. Basically. <laughs> I mean, a, a person who has no, A, knowledge of how a government works, B, no moral compass or issue, like, ethics, and C, is got the brains of a two-year-old, has, he had no idea what he was doing. He, they, he still operates like he's the CEO and he's the last word, which, in fact, that's not the way it works in government. No. Uh, will this bite him in the ass? God, I hope so. I Who hope knows? so, too. And I mean, how, how can he get, I mean, oh, my God, how can he spin this? Well, the thing and is, well, they tried. To- besides the spin, which we're going to get into on Wednesday and Thursday of the fallout of the spin, but beyond that, what they were saying initially, like CNN, Dana Bath, she has a lot of contacts with the Trump people and they're like they were apparently genuinely surprised that people were upset because they're like well you know the Republicans hate him because Hillary is down in jail and the Democrats hate him because he cost them the election so everybody hates him so nobody, who's gonna be mad nobody's gonna be mad like are you stupid they apparently had no genuine idea they had no like they had all gone home for the day and then Trump was like oh my god the world is falling. Everybody's on TV saying I'm horrible. You guys need to get back to the White House and start doing some interviews and saying that I'm, I'm a genius and that Democrats are hypocrites because they don't want him gone. Because they generally thought that everybody would be like, oh, this is great. No, they're there. No, nothing, look, nothing to see here. Nothing suspicious. Yeah, not at all. 
I, I think that the funny part is one of the things that Democrats in the good side of Democrats and also like it's a, it's a downfall. Most of them are really quite ethical to a fault. Mm-hmm. So even if someone's doing a horrible job, they are still going to go through the process and they yeah. believe in the process. They believe in the rules. They believe in doing things the right way. Well, going off of your point of the process, there actually is an investigation of Comey's handling of the emails. So I think if you generally that was going to be the reason or that was going to be your spin, wait till that investigation's done. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. At least you have some cover, yeah. like legitimate cover. But you're, you're acting like we're talking about a rational person and we're not. Yeah, we're, we're not. not. There's, there's nothing rational about this person. I will admit, I texted both of you freaking the fuck out because I was like, oh my God, oh my God, we're all fucked. Um, I was mildly having a heart attack. Um, so I'm going to deviate from this topic for a minute just to bring my blood pressure down a little bit. Uh, let's talk about South Korea. They had their elections and Moon Jae-in won. He was the candidate that favors dialogue with North Korea. I'm not sure if this is good or a bad thing. But uh, that's who he is. So that's the leader of South Korea. I'm sure we'll know more about him and how he's going to play, if he's going to play nice with Trump and how that whole, you know, hornet's nest is going to go out there. Okay, I'm ready. Let's do this. So Trump is such a bullshit artist. He basically was like, the way that this was handled, because we're going to talk about Wednesday, which is like where everybody was blowing up and all the fallout of the Comey firing kind of came about. We find out, we found out a, a lot more details. Like when I was telling you guys that the, the White House was super surprised that people were upset. Um, that apparently Comey was fired when he was not even home. And he really, he was giving a speech at, at the field office in LA. And he genuinely thought that the guys were fucking with him and they were just making shit up when he started to see the press reveals. Like they didn't even bother to call him or tell him in person. He found out through the press. And he literally thought the boys at the bureau were making, like, a joke, you know? Until so his aides were like, no, this is for real. Like, you've really been fired. Which I think, as much as you may think or dislike the man, I think that he at least deserved a little bit better than that. And then they continued to go full, full court press on the, but we did this because of Hillary and Democrats are hypocrites because the way that he handled the investigation of Hillary was just wrong. Well... I have a montage of Trump kissing Comey's ass about how well and awesome it was that he brought back the investigation. So let's hear this motherfucker and his hypocrisy. I respect the fact that Director Comey was able to come back after what he did. I respect that very much. And it took guts for Director Comey to make the move that he made in light of the kind of opposition he had where they're trying to protect her from criminal prosecution. You know that. Good job by the FBI. I have respect that the FBI has given it a second chance. The FBI, and I give them a lot of credit because they're fighting forces that they're not supposed to be fighting. There's little doubt that FBI Director Comey and the great special agents of the FBI will be able to collect 
more than enough evidence to garner indictments against Hillary Clinton. There's James. He's become more famous than me. <laughs> oh, is that when they make out? This is when he throws the air kiss at him. This is when he literally throws an air kiss at him when he becomes when he's already installed as our person in the White House. So, I mean, this to me is is basically I'm gonna pee on you and tell you it's raining. Like they really think we're stupid. You sat there the whole motherfucking campaign, especially the last two weeks after the second quote unquote, we may have found some new emails. You went ranting and ranting about how awesome this was and how thank God the FBI was being honest now and how great of a move it was. So for you to sit here and tell me that you want to do it to A, because you don't give a fuck about Hillary Clinton to respect her honor or how she was treated. You don't give a fuck about that. Two, you've been sitting here saying how awesome it was that Comey did it. So all of a sudden now it's not okay. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. They really think we're stupid. And that's so infuriating. Well, their voters certainly are. I'm like, but weren't you eating this shit up like two weeks ago? Like, what, did you forget that he was giving you this? This was, your, this was your red meat that he gave you. Like, how did you forget that he said this? It's nuts. It's I'm ridiculous. Like, piss him off, piss Trump off, and you get fired. Yeah, and, and well, that's exactly the point, Mike, that you were so right on because we found out that a couple of days before he got fired, Comey had gone to the Department of Justice to ask for more resources. He didn't want money, but he wanted more prosecutors. Because for money he or he or agents to investigate things, he can allocate that. The only thing he actually needs from the DOJ is prosecutors. So he would have to go there to get more prosecutorial resources. So, oh wait, and who's in charge of the DOJ? Oh yeah, the person that's supposedly recused from this shit. <laughs> Jeffrey Beauregard Sessions. I mean, AKA. Dan Brown couldn't have written this shit to make it more fantastical. Insane. Um, a bright spot, though, of Wednesday was in Florida. Not a bad Florida story, but a good one for once. The Third Cookman <laughs> graduates were amazeballs. They literally uh, uh, turned yes. their back and started booing Betsy DeVos as she began to deliver a commencement speech. And we're going to post a video in the show notes because you have to see this. It's amazing. She was so rattled, and they basically had to stop the speech, and she couldn't finish it, and it was great. And I'm all here. I'm here for it, because ain't nobody want, ain't nobody have time for her nonsense. Yeah, like who thought that that was a good idea? Yeah, I don't know who thought about this because the Bethune Cookman uh, administration should have known better. Do you really think this is gonna go well? To have anybody from the Trump administration, even yeah. somebody as controversial as DeVos, but anybody from the Trump administration would not play well at that school. No, and that comment that the president of the school or whatever the hell he is said yeah, he said him. choose yeah he's like choose now what you're gonna do are you gonna stand stand here and listen or walk out yeah well mail your diplomas yeah well they always mail diplomas you moron just get your, <laughs> your diplomas in the graduation <laughs> oh my god well speaking of people that weren't thinking or just not giving a fuck Trump that it was a good idea to invite the Russians into the Oval Office. He's like, I'm not even going to be a conduit. I'm just going to bring them in to the motherfucking but Oval but Office. But they're already there. Like, <laughs> hello? They have, the, they have a direct line to the Oval Office. I know, but they're like not even hiding. And so check this out. So Sergei Lavrov, who is the foreign minister of Russia, like it's their, their secretary of state equivalent. And Kislyak showed up for a visit at the Oval. 
And then here's the kicker. The only news agency allowed was there. They claimed that they were fooled by the Russians, that they were told that it was Lavrov's uh, photographers, personal photographers. But in reality, they were TASS. And TASS is, of course, propaganda run by the Russian government. And they, of course, tweeted all the pictures, leaked all the pictures. And you could see them, like, giddy and, like, hugging almost. And I'm like, you couldn't be bothered to shake, to shake our our ally Angela Merkel's hand but here you are clapping it up with your buddies the Russians also like scared of women <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's a woman thing I think obviously that's a factor but I think it's also whatever you would have liked Hillary better like insecurity he's insecure this does not seem like a good idea like you're gonna let Russian photographers into the Oval Office are you not concerned they might try to bug something? They're already there yeah like I don't yeah I don't think they're bugging anything they don't need to bug shit they've got direct line Seguimos con el descaro. The Senate committee. Wait, and then the, go ahead, the picture? Ahead. The picture that comes out. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Press so, yeah, the, the Russians released the pictures because no American press was allowed in. And the Russians were like, oh, yeah, here's the pictures. Look at them. They're all having a great time. This is fantastic. And it wasn't just Lavrov. Kislyak was there, too. Maybe they won't forget about this Kislyak visit this time. <laughs> oh, we didn't know they were going to leak that picture. It was supposed to be private, and they were not supposed to take out any pictures. Well, that, their story is that they were told that they were not Russian. Their excuse is like, oh, we didn't know that it was Russian press. They told us that it was their personal photographers. Okay. Even if it's their personal photographers, what do you think they work for? <laughs> Moron. They're so dumb. Like I was saying, the Senate committee that is investigating Trump Russia, which is a theme apparently for this week, they subpoenaed Michael Flynn, asking him for documents regarding his interactions with Russian officials because he has spent the past two weeks saying, I'm going to give you shit. So now they've actually subpoenaed him. I wonder if he's trying to hide something. Hmm. <laughs> he wouldn't be trying to hide anything, guys, right? No. 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 <sighs> oh, man. Thursday was a day when former, now sadly former, FBI Director Comey was supposed to testify in front of the Senate. But instead, we got Andrew McCabe because somebody had to go represent the FBI. And Comey was like, uh, I'm not doing that. This was great because what I have is a little montage of basically, because Spicy was too busy trying to be uh, a reserve agent. So he's like, I'm not doing pressers. I'm going to send out my deputy, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, out there. Uh, Mike Huckabee's little daughter. I wonder how she got that job. Too, but she sounds a little better than he does, let me tell you. Than Spicy? Yeah, I thought she was better than Spicy. Yeah, she I was, mean, she was a better bullshit. She's lying through her teeth. Well, that's the beauty but she of doesn't, it. I'm get, I have to side. Better. I, she's better at it. And she's not as, like, aggressive in your face as Kellyanne Conway is with her bullshit lies. This is my montage, right? I'm going to set it up for you guys. So I have Sarah, Sarah Huck giving the, the bullshit spin. And then Andrew McCabe saying she's full of shit when he was testifying in front of the Senate. So here we go. Um, sum it up for us. Why was he fired today? Look, I think it's real simple. Uh, Director Comey had lost the confidence of the rake and file within the FBI. We've heard in the news that, that uh, claims that Director Comey had, um, had lost the confidence of rank and file FBI employees. Um, you've been there for 21 years. In your opinion, um, is it accurate that the rank and file no longer supported Director Comey? No, sir. That is not accurate. The vast majority of FBI employees enjoyed a deep and positive connection to Director Comey. 
The FBI is doing a whole lot more than the Russia investigation. I know everybody in this room and probably most of the media around the world would like to think that's the FBI's sole responsibility, but that's a uh, probably one of the smallest things that they've got going on their plate. Well, yesterday, a White House press spokesman said that this is one of the smallest things on the plate of the FBI. Is that an accurate statement? Uh, is this it, it, a small it, it, investigation in relation to, all, to uh, all the other work that you're doing? Sir, we consider it to be a highly significant investigation. So you would not characterize it as one of the smallest things you're engaged in? I would not. Thank you. That's right. Thank you, Andrew McKay, for calling the White House a bunch of fucking lies. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. I can't even handle it. He said a lot more stuff, but I think that these were the two obvious ones where it was like such blatant lies and such spin that McCabe was like, yeah, no. Well, and then the FBI agents started changing their like Facebook profiles to Comey's picture. Yeah. So we actually think the spicy was whatever he was doing this week. I just think they were trying to like see how it was without him for a week. Oh, you know, spicy's getting fired soon. I mean, there's no like. Can we move ahead? Like, can we like spoil Saturday Night Live? Yeah. Let's well, do can it. we talk? We can talk about Spicy in the Bushes. Oh yes. <laughs> spicy in the Bushes. Who did the press conference in the freaking bushes? <laughs> no, he was high. Well, okay. So let's be fair. The Spicy. He wasn't in the bushes. He was near the bushes. That was the correction from Wapo. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> he was near the bushes. And uh, and we're not talking about George W. Bush. <laughs> we're talking about the kind of bush that Trump likes, apparently. Oh, God. George W. Bush wants nothing to do with them. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Well, I, I was going to say about Saturday Night Live is... There's no way Spicer lasts till like June. I want to bet money on it. I'm he's gonna be gone. I would be surprised if he's last this week after what SNL did. Holy shit, he's still gonna get fired. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I just got a visual of them making out. Why do you guys do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I got more Trump for you. He gave it's every what's the tradition for us every week? Every week. Another crazy interview. This week's turn was for Lester Holt of NBC News. And I have some highlights. It was like a 10-minute interview for uh, the evening newscast. And the highlights was he was basically like, well, I was going to fire him anyway. It doesn't matter that somebody told me to. He was like trying to like make himself look tough. Like I wasn't, somebody didn't decide for me. I'm the decider. So this is him giving us the bullshit spit. He's a showboat. He's a grandstander. The FBI has been in turmoil. You know that. I know that. Everybody knows that. You take a look at the FBI a year ago. It was in virtual turmoil less than a year ago. It hasn't recovered from that. Monday, you met with the Deputy Attorney General, Rod Rosenstein. Right. Did you ask for a recommendation? Uh, what I did is I was going to fire Comey. My decision. It was not... You had made the decision before they came uh, in the I, room. I was going to fire Comey. Uh, I, there's no good time to do it, by the way. Uh, they, because in your letter you said I, I accepted, accepted their recommendation. Yeah, well, they so you also, had already made the decision. Uh, oh, I was going to fire regardless of recommendation. <laughs> so there was really they, room. He made a recommendation. He's highly respected. Very good guy. Very smart guy. Uh, the Democrats like him. The Republicans <laughs> like him. 
Uh, he made a recommendation, but regardless of recommendation, I was going to fire Comey. Let me ask. So Lester Holt's like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, sure. Oh, he continues with his nonsense. He then was like, but yeah, he told me three times that I'm not under FBI investigation, so that's it. We're done here, right? No? No? Is that how it works? No, 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 no. So here he goes. Let me ask you about your termination letter to Mr. Comey. You write, I greatly appreciate you informing me on three separate occasions that I am not under investigation. Why did you put that in there? Because he told me that. I mean, he told me he that. He told you you weren't under invest investigation. Yeah, and I, I've, heard that, I've heard that from others. I think Was it he, in a phone call? Did you meet face-to-face? Uh, -face? I had a dinner with him. He wanted to have dinner because he wanted to stay on. We had a very nice dinner he, at the White he House asked very for the early dinner. on. A dinner was arranged. I think he asked for the dinner. And he wanted to stay on as the FBI head. And I said, I'll you know, consider. We'll see what happens. But uh, we had a very nice dinner. And at that time, he told me, you are not under investigation, that which was, I knew anyway. That was one meeting. What was the, what First the of all, two? when you're under investigation, you're giving all sorts of documents and everything. I knew I wasn't under. And I heard it was stated at the committee, at some committee level, that I wasn't. Number one. So that didn't come directly then, from Then during him. the phone call, he said it. And then during <laughs> another phone call, he said it. So he said it once at dinner. And then he said it twice during phone calls. Did, did you call him? Uh, in one case, I called him. In one case, he called me. And did you ask, am I under investigation? I actually asked him, yes. I said, if... I mean, whenever they prosecute this fool, they're so going to play, play that interview about obstruction of justice. Why are you talking to the FBI, whether you are or you aren't under investigation? And I'm pretty sure he has subpoena and investigation confused. I just, yep. oh my God. Yeah, he's a moron. Like, I am sure his staff was just watching this in horror, going, oh my God, oh my God, we're going to jail. Oh, he's not done. He, he basically then, Lester Holt, that gets him to admit that I didn't fire him because of Hillary's emails. I don't give a fuck about that. It's really because I'm tired of this Trump Russia bullshit. So here he goes. There was no good time to do it. And in fact, when I decided to just do it, I said to myself, I said, you know, this Russia thing with Trump and Russia is a made up story. It's an excuse by the Democrats for having lost an election that they should have won. You guys, our president talks to himself. Talks, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's Donald Trump and Donald J. Trump. And then he, uh, he speaks about himself in the third person. That's always a good sign of your mental acuity, you know, acuity there. And then he just basically said it. When I thought about it, I was thinking about Russia, because that's really the reason why I'm firing this idiot. So, Carla, I know you're like this grammar freak person. How did you feel about that resignation letter? Oh, you could tell he wrote it. That someone with a, like a fourth level, fourth grade level of education wrote that letter. <laughs> As I wrote it, I was thinking, Carla's probably deciphering this, like saying like, where's the noun, the adjective, the verbs, like <laughs> this might be wrong. Why would you put in a letter, thank you for letting me know three times that I'm not under investigation? Like that makes no sense whatsoever it makes perfect sense but you know because nobody nobody would put something that stupid in he that letter hates, he hates leaks but this this leaked within hours because he, this is what he wanted to be talking about 
so that it would be out in the world that he was told three times that he's not guilty. You know what I mean? But like, he probably did not show that to anybody. He just like, I'm just gonna write it up and send that no, myself no. because. No, oh she my god! Himself. Three times. That's just. More, it's like, oh, here's the. I'm hiding the gun. Nothing to see. <laughs> well, oh those, my those goodness! Those bullets casings aren't aren't from this gun. No, don't worry about it. No. Nope, nope. Yo Santo. Yo uh, Santo. You guys, we made it to Friday. Friday was was busy. So we found out really early in the morning that Judge Session was gonna put a new little little rule that he was gonna pave the way for stricter sentencing for crim- in criminal cases. Attorney General Jeff Sessions, Jefferson Beauregard Sessions, in case you, you knew he you didn't want to know he was from the South. Um, yeah, my little Keebler elf. He has issued a new directive <laughs> for federal prosecutors across the country to charge suspects with the most serious offense that they can prove. Biden's announcement followed a night of several other significant departures from Obama-era domestic policies at the Justice Department, but it obviously crystallized where he really stands on criminal justice reform. In a brief one-and-a-half-page one memo, Sessions outlined his new instructions for charging decisions in federal cases, saying that his new principle is... Prosecutors should charge and pursue the most serious, really probable offense. Yay! We're going to get no criminal reform. Now we're going backwards on criminal reform. But Hillary is the lesser of two evils, guys. Really. Yeah, but her emails. Mm-hmm. And then, this was, like a, this was like a six in the morning where people got word that this is, was going to be what, what Sasha's going to be. And was going to be issuing so this is this is my morning and then i uh i started checking the twitter machine and there was a seven tweet long tweet storm from the fool in the white house here's how it starts again the story the story of the russia collusion and between trump campaign was fabricated by the devil's an excuse for losing the election the fake media is really working overtime today as a very active president with lots of things happening, it is not possible for my Ferguson to stand at a podium with the perfect accuracy. Maybe the best thing to do is <coughs> Benghazi. <laughs> Maybe the best thing to do is we should cancel all future press briefings and hand out a written response instead for the sake of accuracy. Welcome uh, to Banana Republic. <laughs> James Cole, we better hope that there's no tapes of our conversation before he starts leaking to the press. James- Obstruction of justice. Mm-hmm. When James Clapper himself and virtually everyone else acknowledges that witch hunt says there's no creation, when does it end? Aww. <laughs> so, as Carla kind of... You know it, that that man is... He's falling apart. Like, he's being held by whatever drug they're giving him in some duct tape. Okay, like, <laughs> back to back to back seven fucking tweets. Take somebody... Melania needs to go handle her man and take over his damn fucking phone. Um, his chief of staff has to do that. His, his son-in-law? <laughs> you just went right past Ryan's. <laughs> <laughs> but Carla's right, though. Are we a third world country where now you don't have press briefings because you're concerned about lying? Maybe you should cancel the lies instead of the press briefings. You're going to threaten Comey now? Comey has nothing to hide. Bring on the tapes, motherfucker. Bring on the tapes. Yep, that's how Comey feels. Pretty much. And then he wasn't done after, you know, this tweet Trump that he was probably in the party, like, 
What can I tweet now? I'm angry. He signed. <laughs> this is another thing. Andrea Donaro, people. Andrea Donaro. <laughs> another Friday, another fucking stupid executive order, guys. Really? This time, he's going to have a voter fraud commission to, uh, to basically investigate why Hillary got more popular vote. That's just really what's happening. And then to become a tool for the GOP to win elections. Because this is some bullshit. Right. Oh, well, in the news about Wisconsin, about voter, the voter suppression in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the only way they can win elections is by not letting people vote. Or, or gerrymandering. But, but they, they're so patriotic, dude. For mm-hmm. the freedom. Whatever. Fuck them. America, fuck yeah. And then, yeah, and I, I think the Democratic Party, it should put all its resources... On eliminating voter suppression. All the money goes to there. Yep. I want to go to there for sure. And our boy Comey, he got invited to testify in a secret briefing for senators. And he was like, nah, bro, I'm good. I'll testify if it's a public hearing. So Comey wants to tell us some things. Mm-hmm. And I say, let him talk. Saturday, guys. Woohoo, we made it to the weekend. North Korea said that it would be willing to hold talks with the U.S. under the right condition. According to a North Korean diplomat, what he told a South Korean newspaper agency. So that's cool. I suppose. Maybe. No. And then, you guys, I saw this picture on my Twitter machine of people with torches, like a fucking KKK rally. And I was like, what is this picture from? Is this 1967? No, no. It was this weekend in Virginia where white nationalist Richard Spencer led torch-bearing lit torches bearing protesters defending the Lee statue. Self-proclaimed white nationalist Richard Spencer. I've never, I'm not a violent person, but I was so happy when I saw the video and this fool got punched in the face. And if you haven't seen that video, guys, look it up and you're gonna understand why in a second. This fool led a large group of demonstrators carrying lit torches chanting, you will not replace us in Saturday on Charlottesville, Virginia, protesting plans to remove a Confederate monument of Robert E. Lee that has played an outsized role in this year's race for Virginia governor. Spencer said, what brings us together is that we are white. We are a people and we will not be replaced. Spencer said at the afternoon protest, a first of two rallies that he led in his college town. Uh, Other chants were echoed at that night and they included, Russia is our friend and blood and soil. You guys, is it not 2017? What, What happened here? What happened was that uh, the Civil Rights Act passed and people just said, okay, we're post-racial now and forgot to do the hard work of having the tough conversations. Let's say we get out of this Trump period relatively unscathed with most people alive. If we don't have the conversations as to how it happened, we're going to be back in the same boat. Mm -hmm. I I just, I agree that there's work to do and there's stuff that, Everybody needs to learn and we need to do a lot to overcome our own inherent biases that we all have, right? Even as minorities, we all have them too, right? But it's Make my Cuban family. But it's 2017, guys. Who the fuck is lighting torches? Like you're the fucking KKK. Like in what world is that okay? In the world yeah. they live in, because they were never told that it was wrong. I, I just, They've been living in these secluded, kind of like covens of racism and they just learn how to mask it and use dog whistles but, instead of see, saying it explicitly but they they never stop believing in all of that but 
fucking Richard Spencer went to UVA. He went to college. Like, he went to a college town. You don't think there's racist educated people? No, that's true. Uh, there are. There's always exceptions to every rule, but you, I think that getting a degree and being in a college town where there's kind of liberal ideas flowing does a lot to fight those kind of initiatives. Nah, not, if not, you, not if it's so inbred in you. Well, the funny thing is with Spencer, he's kind of a weird hybrid. I'm, I'm, yes, you're right about that. That happens on some people, but I'm, I'm, I'm hung up on Spencer specifically. I think part of it is he just wants to get his name out there and he wants to get his attention because even his mother is like, I don't know where he's getting any of these ideas. This is not what we believe. His own mother is like disowning him. Time out. He needs time out. So. And can we throw a chancleta? He yes. needs two chancletas. <laughs> I'm like, his mama needed to throw some chancletas or something. She needed to bust out a cinto, man. Okay. I, I, there is some parental failure when you have raised a child that cannot recognize the humanity in people that are not him yeah. or people who look different than him or had different experiences that he cannot recognize humanity. It's a parental failure in the sense that either A, he was born with some brain problems, some brain chemistry shit, and that was never diagnosed or assessed, or B, his parents really do believe that and are just... They could have you know, they created this. Yeah. Yeah. I, yes to all those things. So let's dive into Sunday and the Sunday shows, guys. My highlight of the Sunday shows this morning was James Clapper saying, U.S. institutions and under assault from Russia externally and Trump internally. That's what former director of the National Intelligence Agency, James Clapper, told that Jake Tapper on CNN's State of the Union this morning. Because I think Clapper is tired of Trump using him as an excuse just because he wasn't privy to all the information from the FBI investigation. And because a lot of it happened after him when it accelerated, you know? But yeah. Well, not only that, he's destroying the reputations of people who have been in the business for a long time, who have a lot of deep relationships. And this isn't going to end well for any of them. Nope. On slightly hopeful news, before we all fear for our lives, Macron was inaugurated as president of France, guys. Viva la France. Congrats, our friends. We're still so jealous that you took our hope and change and left us with fascism. Thanks a lot, guys. And then, literally right before we hopped on this phone call, we normally record at 8.30 on Sundays, guys, in case shit blows up after we record. <laughs> That's what happened. We got a little alert from CNN that apparently North Korea is claiming that they have ballistic intercontinental, intercontinental ballistic missile that can reach the U.S. mainland. It's good times, guys. Slightly terrified. Not Miami. Not Miami. We're not part of the U.S. <laughs> Y'all are going to sink with global we, warming. It's okay. I know how to swim, and we all have boats. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Cuban. We can make a boat out of anything. You got your rafts ready? <laughs> this is the 2017... Uh, Marielle, Marielle boat lift. <laughs> we got this. We got this. We got this. That's great. We got, we got better roof. There's better roofs in this country. I can make a better boat from the roofs here. <laughs> you guys are too much. This, uh, so that's, we survived the week, guys. 
Hopefully, yay! Hopefully, the North Koreans don't oh. use that nuke, and Trump doesn't have some kind of meltdown on Twitter to piss them off tomorrow morning. Well, he'll have a meltdown. He was golfing today. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. was golfing while Melania was out. I know, poor thing. You know, or whatever she does in New York. Yeah, that's another thing that's not going to end well. That marriage. So we survived the week, Would guys. It- um, yes, we did. And that's going to be the end of our show, guys. We're, we're covering another week. We'll be back next week with more show for you guys. You can check us out at plcpodcast.com for all the show notes. We had a lot of clips, so you can see, if you want to see the video of all that stuff, it's all on the website. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at plcpodcast.com. We'll tweet the show when it's released. Uh, any other interesting tweets that we have, plcpodcast.com. We'll be sharing that there. You can find us on facebook.com slash group slash plcpodcast. And you can leave us feedback at 347-709-3247. We may even play your, like, your voices if you guys leave us some feedback. Right, guys? Maybe. Right. Like if you behave, we may play you. And we'd also support if you guys could down, you know, subscribe on iTunes or uh, Google Play and leave us some feedback. We'd love some reviews, preferably some five-star reviews. We support those. Right, guys? Yes, we do. But with that, we'll leave you. We'll wish you luck. For We'll be back next week for more show. We'll cover, you know, this POC podcast, a politics podcast from a POC perspective. We'll be back next week, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.